Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. As we head into the final week of the NFL regular season, what does the future have in store for Perloff's Philadelphia Eagles? Good morning, everyone. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Everything's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> the level of delusion that you are working with right now is a thing of beauty, quite frankly. Uh So here's the thing about the Philadelphia Eagles, and this is why people say it is so hard for the Super Bowl loser to repeat, right? Because look at what's happened with Philadelphia. If I could use one word to describe the Philadelphia Eagles, it's panic. Everything about this part of the season, this last part, looks like panic moves. It was a panic move to go to Matt Patricia as the defensive coordinator. You've now been worse on defense. It's panicky because the offense has actually been scoring points, yet you wouldn't know it from listening to any of the Eagles players, especially after the win over the New York Giants. They scored over 30 points, and everyone said there's a problem with the offense. I don't see the problem with the offense. You can't score points when the football is not in your hands. You just let the Arizona Cardinals, who are playing to get a high draft pick, they don't even want to win, run for 250 yards against you. They're not a, the Arizona Cardinals, they're not a run team. How does that happen? So everyone's blaming Jalen Hurts in Philly and A.J. Brown's upset. That's insane. The 100% of the problem is on defense. And I don't care if it's Matt Patricia or Sean Desai or who's the defensive coordinator. This defense stinks from player one to the last player on the bench. There is nobody who is playing up to where they should be. It's the coaching. It's the the way Howie Roseman, the GM, set up the team, everything is wrong on defense. Do not blame Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts cannot score when the football is not in his hand. To quote Giselle, <laughs> uh, quarterbacks cannot yeah. throw the ball, catch the ball. But honestly, I thought Jalen Hurts has been fine. It's just the defense cannot get the other team off the field, even if that other team stinks. Uh, some numbers to back up what Perloff is talking about. With a defensive line that has been invested into the level of the Philadelphia Eagles, You are 15th in pressure rate. You're 25th in sack rate. You may have the worst linebacking core or one of them in the entire league. We saw that because obviously the Cardinals put 221 rushing yards on you. You are 31st in third down defense in the entire league. You cannot get off the field. And by success rate, last week was the worst defensive performance in the last 17 years of the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean... It's bad, and here's the here's the real question. Can it actually be fixed to go on some kind of run here? Like, 
you were a shade from possibly winning the NFC East. That's the crazy thing. If you don't blow that game to Arizona, you're still in the driver's yeah. seat. Remember, we talked about the Eagles. You have the easiest path. You play the Giants twice and the Cardinals. Meanwhile, the Dallas Cowboys had to play the Lions, and they had to play harder teams. You guys had it, Perloff, and it feels like you're blowing it. You were right there. Yeah. Can you switch this up and salvage the season? A hundred percent no. There's no way this team... First of all, I think this actually worked out so they could win one playoff game because they're avoiding the Rams. They'll probably get the Bucks in the first round. They might be able to beat the Bucks. They have no chance against the Cowboys. They have no chance against... They'll probably play the Niners in the second round if they do beat the Bucks. They don't have a prayer. Just the way the defense is playing... Honestly, there is not a single quarterback who could not shred this secondary. So, no, there's there's zero. Ch- I am totally. They're my Super Bowl pick, by the way. I'm out. There. Do you think there's any way they fix? What's the fix? There's nothing. There's not enough there to fix. There's not enough pieces to show together to make this defense work. There is, of course, drama on the defensive side of the ball, the offensive side of the ball. Let's hear a little from A.J. Brown, who was hailed, and rightly so as a great draft day trade for the Philadelphia Eagles two years ago. He's been excellent. At one point during the season, he was right there basically neck and neck with Tyreek Hill for yardage and thought about as a dark horse MVP candidate. He said he's tired of his antics being singled out by the media. AJ Brown frustrated with the Eagles. AJ, AJ this, AJ that, you know, but everybody's locker room was frustrated. So why are you singling me out because I'm frustrated? Like, just because I'm shaking my head, I'm showing emotion. You can look at everybody in the stadium has bad body language. They're frustrated, you know? And so, yeah, I want to clear that up because it's not about me. Like, we're all frustrated. So I want to clear that up. Says he knows that people won't actually believe what he says. People may not believe that, but I don't care. It's at this point, like, I don't care. You know, I don't care. They're going to create whatever narrative and, like, they're going to split in the locker room and all this. That's, that's this doesn't sound like a team that's ready to make a Super Bowl run. I'm going to be honest with you. When you have to defend yourself this much, and the crazy thing about the offense, we'll get back to the defense in a moment. The crazy thing about the offense is you actually are putting up over 30 points in the last two games. Won a win over the Giants, yeah. won a loss to the Arizona Cardinals. And so why is Devontae yeah. Smith talking about how he's frustrated with the offense? Why is A.J. Brown have to come out and defend himself when the last two yeah. games you actually have put up over three and the, remember the game before that they lost to Seattle 2017 but the offense did enough to get the lead at the end and the defense just completely crumbled and Jalen Hurts threw that long bomb that was intercepted that yeah. was so stupid uh, you know Jalen Hurts obviously he's not like he was last year he's taken a step back forget they, it's the wrong question Maggie if they're gonna have enough to rally to get together Super Bowl the, I mean the honest they gonna qu- win a game it's not even where they win a game. Is Nick Sirianni going to be back? That's the question in Philadelphia. Like, is this is he on the hot seat? And I think no. I think it's crazy to put a guy who's been in the playoffs will be a third straight year. But the fact that Adam Schefter had to come on the air yesterday and say Nick Sirianni is safe. Like, forget Super Bowl run. Nobody says Adam Schefter doesn't come out and say this coach is safe if a team is gearing up for a Super Bowl run. It's just not even Doug. an option. Perloff, you guys got rid of Doug Peterson within four years of winning a Super Bowl. I know. I know. That's what, that's what, well, that was probably a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but, but Sirianni, I I like, actually, so I, let's rephrase the question. Is this all, who's to blame here? Okay. So because there's not, there's no Super Bowl run happening. That's off the table. We're not even going to do that. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page there, but here's the thing. I'm glad that Sirianni actually is getting the heat here because we did this with Mike Tomlin where he was so 
like staunch about keeping Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. Yeah. He wouldn't fire him. He wouldn't make a change, even though it was obvious that the offense wasn't working. And we said, the buck stops with you, Mike Tomlin. You have to wear this because you're not making the change that this team needs. I think Nick Sirianni has to wear it that his defense is this bad. He's shuffling around coordinators. Who in their right mind, what sports fan with half a brain, thinks that Matt Patricia is the solution for anything? Sirianni's done this a couple times where the fans have actually been right, and he's been wrong. He did this his first season when they had to run the ball more, and the fans were clamoring for it. Shane Steichen, now the head coach of the Colts, was the offensive coordinator. They changed, gave him play calling duties, changed it all up. Fans were right. Fans have been right about Patricia, too. There was no wait, 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 chance wait, wait. that was going to be an upgrade. Fans hate Sean Desai, the guy who replaced him. No, I, you cannot blame Sirianni for this. You cannot blame this on Matt Patricia. The defense before Patricia took over was even worse. They were, I mean, the Niners, you said that the worst DVOA or whatever. Success rate. Right. Yeah, that San Francisco game was the other game was just as bad. They Actually, a, the Super Bowl was one of the worst ones. Yeah, too. yeah. The, the defense is a personnel issue. I don't think, I don't personally blame Patricia. It's not the right personnel for Matt Patricia to run whatever defense he was running in New England. So he's dropping back all his pass rushers into coverage and they're getting torched. It's been a disaster. But the guy before him was just as bad. There's no... I, it's not. It's the opposite of uh, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin should have moved on from Matt Canada earlier. I don't think Sean. Uh, I don't think Sirianni is to blame for moving on here. That's not the problem. The Wait, problem was it, already there. Isn't it his coordinators? Yeah, isn't but he the one who's making these decisions? Yes, but that's a preseason thing. Like they. Okay, so you know the the backstory is Vic Fangio was supposed to be their yes. defensive coordinator. And Sean and then, Desai is a Vic Fangio acolyte. Right. So what happened was Jonathan Gannon got the Cardinals job, and they. They investigated and said that the Cardinals were tampering with Jonathan Gannon. So that deal got delayed by a week. In that week, they failed to hire Vic Fangio full-time, and Fangio went off to Miami. And they were stuck with Fangio Light and Sean Desai. Been terrible. He has no idea what he's doing. I'm sorry. He's just not a good defensive coordinator. I don't think he'll be a defensive coordinator again. So I think they were desperate. And Mike Tomlin... Try it took them too long to move on from Matt Canada. I credit Sirianni. Like they had to move on from Sean Desai. They had to try something different. Now they just happened to get the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, well, who hired Matt Patricia? Well, he was Why the, was he on the staff to he, begin with? It was kind of like last year. Last year they brought in Fangio halfway through the year. They wanted a veteran backup in case Sean Desai didn't work. I know, but but Patricia is never ne- he's a guy who has not had any success outside of New England. And quite frankly, the at least year, he's had some success. The year that you your first Philadelphia Eagles with Nick Foles beat the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl, who was captaining that defense? I mean, it's Belichick, but it was Patricia who was the defensive coordinator, and Nick still, Foles sliced and diced him. Yeah, but he's still better than Sean Desai. He's just <laughs> as good as Sean, Sean Desai. Did you remember the Niners game a few weeks ago? Okay. There wasn't a say. I don't think the Eagles held them under five yards on any single play of the whole game. Okay, so if you don't think Nick Sirianni deserves any criticism here, no, I do. Howie think it- Roseman mm-hmm. is not getting fired. This guy has a yeah. hundred lives. He has the. He's got the photos of the owner or yeah. something because. First of all, he has done a good job at uh, times. He's, he's in a drafting. master. Yeah, he's also lucked into some things. Let's not like what. Well, there were rumors that before Jalen Hurts became Jalen Hurts, there were big rumors that the Eagles were after Russell Wilson. I mean, what would have happened if Russell Wilson had been there? Like, it's not like Howie was, you know, totally sold and knew exactly what he had with Hurts. That kind of bailed him out. Like, Hurts Uh, became this great guy, paid Carson Wentz. That ended up being a disaster. It hasn't been been batting a thousand here. Well, you can't say because he flirted with Russell Wilson I, that the Jalen Hurts thing he doesn't get credit for. No, I'm just saying sliding doors on this could have been a lot yeah. different. Well, okay, Deshaun listen. Deshaun Watson? 
Forget I. Who cares about all that? The pro, he can't draft defense. He drafted Jalen Carter this year, who's really good. He drafted Jordan Davis last year. Apparently, according to our friend Brian Baldinger, is overweight. Yeah, has hit a second year wall. He can't find us. He traded for Kevin Byard, who is clear. He got fleeced in that trade because he's washed. He has not been able to draft a lot of positions. But here's the bottom line. The Eagles lost Super Bowl last year. Then they lost a bunch of free agents, and a lot of their key players got old. This is a personnel problem. This is not a Nick Sirianni problem. I mean, they're old, Maggie. Look at the back. I mean, Brandon Graham, how long have we been covering Brandon Graham? You and I, when we first met each other, I remember going to watch, <laughs> wow, that Brandon Graham's well, that Brandon got some Graham. pop yeah, okay, off the line. But you know what? Here, But I was told that this is actually a great mix of youth and experience. And this is yeah. one of the reasons why you could bring Jalen Carter with a, with the red flags that he had before the Super Bowl, before the draft, pardon yeah. me. And this is why you could bring him in. And this is why, because you can execute the tush push, this is why you keep Jason Kelsey, even though he's been flirting with retirement for three years and you drafted his backup two and a half years ago. Like, I was told this is how you do it. And meanwhile, where's the veteran presence now? Like, when you really needed it, when it was a got-to-have-it game against the Arizona Cardinals, where's the veteran leadership? And, you know, you're, as far as your offense, that's not old. Jalen Hurts, I know along the offensive line, Kelsey and Lane Johnson, whatever, but A.J. Brown in his prime. Devontae Smith may not even hit his prime yet. Jalen Hurts just got paid staunchly in his early prime. Like, you're not old everywhere. Yeah, but that offense might be young and effective, but they don't have the football in their hands because the defense cannot get the other team off the field. You know, EJ was saying before that Jalen Hurts is partly to blame for this in the offense. Jalen Hurts against the Cardinals. They lost 35-31. He was 18 for 23 for 167 yards, three TDs, and one interception, which was a Hail Mary at the end. I mean, 18 to 23. The dude didn't miss anything. They just never had the ball. There's nothing A.J. Brown can do. There's nothing Jalen Hurts can do. If you have a defense that cannot get the other team off the field, everything looks bad. So this is where the problem is. There's nothing about Jalen Hurts. It's not Sirianni. It's the defense. Uh, E.J., you think that Hurts has to wear this? Hurts has to wear this. But I think more than even Hurts, I I, I have questions about the offense as a whole. Yeah. Because what we saw from Nick Sirianni was as soon as the defense, which had been struggling for a lot of this year, really cratered, he was very quick to throw Sean Desai completely under the bus. Right. Now we've seen the offense, which they scored 31 points in that last game, but one of it was a pick six from 99 yards. Sure. Okay. And they had two drives at the second half of the three that they had, only three to Perloff's point, that were essentially disasters. And there's been – he's – thrown himself in front of Brian Johnson in terms of any criticism. Right. Cowboys game, offense was terrible. Uh, The game after that, Seahawks, we all complained about, you know, Hurts being sick, and that's why they were terrible. Like, at what point do we say, hey, this offense is supposed to be maybe the best in the NFL isn't operating in that way right now. And it's not helping the defense at all. Compared to the defense, they're the greatest show on turf. (laughs) They're they're number eight in the league in offense, and they're number basically the last – Half of the season, they've been number thirty-two in defense. But you're talking about you're again. You're playing against the Cardinals, and you you're playing against the Seahawks. These are not teams you're talking about saying, "Oh, these are the best defenses in the NFL." Okay, like okay, you're be able to put some yards up against those teams. The Giants were one of those games. Okay, you put up yards against the Giants. Who doesn't put up yards against the Giants in the games they really have needed? The offense is not showing up. Yeah. How take the San Francisco game? Like, what show up was there? They San Francisco scored on their first four drives. I mean, they and was running it down their throat. I'm telling you, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts' flaw is he can't run anymore. His running average is way, way down. He looks like he's been injured. I'm sure he's getting knee surgery the day the season's over. But he has been passing the ball efficiently when he gets a chance. Just give him a chance. But 
I, I don't understand. Well, there was something yeah, about why, the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts is actually his numbers are really good. There was something about the Eagles early on in the season where they became this second half team. And it was like, it doesn't matter. The first halves can look lackadaisical. They can la- look disjointed. But this is a second half team. And that has all gone away. 855-212-4CBS. This is great for the Cowboys, by the way. I mean, Cowboys got a little help here with the Lions at the end of the game, no doubt. But, I mean, all they have to do is beat the Washington Commanders on the road, granted. I know Dallas is not great on the road. But Philadelphia handed them the number two pick. So what is that, or number two seed? What does that mean? That means two playoff home games for the Dallas Cowboys. Is there any team in the NFL who benefits more from having a home game than the Dallas Cowboys? Look at the splits. They never lose at home. They're bad on the road. It's like by a mile. You, I know you hate the Dallas Cowboys. They're your hated rival forever. You red carpeted them two playoff wins. That that's all. The Eagles aren't even in this conversation though, because even if the Eagles were the two seed and they had beat Arizona, they're still going out fast in this playoffs. I mean, honestly, if they say the Eagles won, let's do this hypothetical, and they're the number two seed, does the odds of them getting the Super Bowl change at all? No. Uh, this two five for the Eagles are going out fast. But you would have been, probably liked to have had those home games. Yeah, you no, it doesn't. No, I'm saying that wouldn't matter. I don't care if they're home or away. This, this Eagles defense is not winning anything in the playoffs. They're they're not even coming within three touchdowns of the Niners. But if you're telling me that they are had no chance to go to the Super no Bowl, no chance. Then somebody's got to wear something. Yeah, this right. is a team that was the runner-up to the Super Bowl champions yeah. last year. They, they should have won that game yeah. last year. And now you're a year later where you you still have 11 wins, and you're saying they have no chance to win the Super Bowl? No chance. Somebody's got to wear this. Especially, AJ, great point, because you haven't had a catastrophic injury. Right. Like, if your quarterback gets hurt or is out for the season, I mean, Hurts missed time last year, hasn't missed time this year. Like, there has to be a head that's going to roll, and it's going to be on the defensive side. But there's not even. I mean, the head's already rolled. I mean, John Desai's upstairs. He's yeah. Obviously, someone's got to wear it. They need four new defensive backs. They need they need to really jump on this personnel, and they they, they don't need to do anything offense. All they need to put every draft pick, every free agent signing has to go in that back seven. And it's just when Jalen Hurts' contract is about to get. Way more expensive. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. You are welcome to weigh in on the Philadelphia Eagles. You're handling it quite well. I, I've given up. I mean, what is <laughs> handling? You're already talking about it. the post-mortem. We're in post-mortem stage. Honestly, there is... I think if you put you a uniform, you first. put a uniform on me and you match me up one on one with Reed Blankenship or whoever's <laughs> trying to cover yeah, me, you'll be in a body I will bag, whoop sir. them. <laughs> I, oh no, no, I will fly past that dude. He is so slow; he can't cover anybody. There's and, so many problems. You know, you you know how you are with your own team. You tend to pick on the cornerbacks who get burned. Yeah, I mean, there's just you can't even find a guy in the Eagles who's playing up to par on defense. I would probably just. Anybody who's not on the defensive line, just cut them the day the season's over and bring in all new players. 855-212-4CBS. We also have uh, some amazing audio. Dan Campbell getting very defensive about his decision to continue to go for two rather than kick the extra point and go to overtime against the Dallas Cowboys. Getting very chippy for the Lions head coach. You got to hear this. We're going to play it for you next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff again, 855-212-4CBS. We say a good morning to the weedos and the coffee drinkers in the chat. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. We're back in a moment. 
Stream the NFL and Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone all season long. You can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. I have a tough decision ahead. What's Very that? tough decision. Jury duty again? You're almost done. I'm almost done. I have three more days of that, or two more days, whatever. Guilty. <laughs> so if you're listening, listening to the first segment, I've given up on my Eagles this year. It's done. It's over. The season's, I need a new team. Am I allowed to pick a new team? All right. Well, there's rules no. about this. Wait, what are you talking about? There are rules about this, and they're very staunch. I've tried to explain these to you before, and you kind of like, you know, you, you yeah. give it the wave of the hand. I think you can pick another team. Yes. But you can't, like, they're your secondary team. You can't claim Ooh. lifelong fandom. Okay. You can't go to the, the parade if they win. I can't paint my face red for no. a Chiefs game. <laughs> and you can't pick somebody in the NFC. You are an Eagles fan. I've said this before when you're you're a Philadelphia Phillies fan and then you try to root for, like, the Cubs or something. I'm like, you can't do that. You have to switch leagues. It's it's a must. Yeah. I, so I have my phone has a Sixers thread and the Eagles thread. Everyone in the Eagles thread is talking about the draft and talking about who we should root for. And the team that everyone is jumping on is the Cleveland Browns. And I think that it's not just Eagles fans. I think a lot of people are joining that bandwagon. I think even you've been tempted by that bandwagon. I can't because I'm a Bills fan and the Browns are in the AFC. So but, that violates Maggie's rules of fandom. Okay, but I, I want to be a Chiefs fan. I don't want to be a Browns fan. That's lost. so lame. You cannot be a Chiefs Chief fan. Loser. What are you talking That's about? That's another rule. I'm going to start writing these down. You also cannot be the Chiefs, jump on the bandwagon of the reigning Super Bowl champion the or champion. Beat you in the but they're down right now. If I if I was really weak, I'd be a Ravens fan right now. I think that would be the 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 weak move. Picking oh. the Chiefs now is actually you know a what? risky move. Forget it. But, but he can't handle this. Like I try to lay well, out these gonna... rules, and he's going to get it wrong every time. You should I... pick a team that's eliminated. Wait, I can't pick the ball. <laughs> right, if if I can't play. pick the Chiefs, can I pick the Ravens? No, no. Why don't you still you be an Eagles fan? Like. I am yeah, an Eagles fan, no. but it's playoffs, not happening this year. No, it's not happening this year. You're in the playoffs. And and you yeah. you cannot of. jump to another team until just, your team is eliminated. Just <laughs> wait for that. Yeah, it's over. True. They're eliminated. How do you wait? Like, it's so over. We're doing this again. We did this thing with the Phillies where it was like, oh, Diamondbacks make it to the championship. Oh, they, whatever. They, they win. Us. That's great right. for me. Right. You're the cheat. Like, no, no, is no, there no sanctity? Is there no pride? I felt yeah. real to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Get us I, fine. I felt real grief for the Eagles' demise this year. This oh. really bothered me. The Phillies, I don't care. That's house Who's money. That's house money. The Phillies shouldn't even be there. The Eagles, I, I already been through the seven stages of grief. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> Your seven stages of grief, grief last seven minutes. We didn't even know you went through it. We're, we sit with you every single but day. You guys know what I'm talking about as a fan. Do you really think that I should put myself out there where I can feel the heartbreak of losing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the first round? I don't want any part of that. This is that, over. You have to take the yin with the yang. No. You've got to take the bad with the good. You can't just be there for the parades or, in Philly's case, the runner-ups. You've got to sit there through the misery. <laughs> well, you're a Bills fan. And you're the most cynical fan I know. You expect them to lose every single game. Including you thought Easton weekend. Stick was going to throw for 400 yards and the Chargers were going to beat them. Yeah, and pretty damn close. They're going against a a decrepit, injured Dolphins team, and they're desperate okay. to win. They're going to win this game, and you cannot accept that. This is the this is the difference though between me and you. I could say like, all right, if the you know once the Bills if they get eliminated, like 
I think that the Lions are a good story. I root for the story. I'm not jumping on to say, I'm now a Lions fan. Hand me the Hawaiian blue shirt. <laughs> That's crazy to me. I can say, oh, this would be nice if this team won or whatever. But I'm not claiming now to be a fan of that team. That's where you and I differ. My, I'm a fan yeah. of who I'm a fan of, period, full stop. I mean, it's, it makes me feel and sound old. I know that's not how kids today do it, but that's how it feels right to me. If you yes. want to jump on a player... Like we, we we're allowing that now because everybody jumps to I'm a LeBron fan, I'm this fan. Right. So you wanted to jump to like a, a lot of folks are like, hey, I want to see Lamar do well. Like I root for Lamar Jackson. So like, for yeah, I want Joe Flacco. Right. So no, I, say, I I can't. No, 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 no. I, I said my, no, I'm not. Everyone wanted to go on the Browns. I'm like, if you're not watching the Browns, Joe Flacco is throwing the so many risky passes. Oh, He's yeah. not playing. Yeah. I'm not into Joe well, Flacco he at all. Hospital balls. No, they wanted the <laughs> Cleveland Browns. They wanted the Browns. I want the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are sitting are playing Again, possum. No, but everybody's you. everyone's down on the Chiefs. I think they're they're on the table really. right now. What Should've, are you talking about? They they can't catch a no, football. No, no. Here's like people are everyone's down. down on people them. are down on the Carolina Panthers. People are down on the Arizona Cardinals. People for them. are really down on the Chiefs. They just happen okay, their offense isn't as explosive. They're still gonna be the three seed. If people think they can win With a Super Patrick Bowl. Patrick Mahomes. People, I am not hearing this a lot of... It's not the right of, levels of down here. Like, there's there's different degrees. I'm not hearing a lot of people saying the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. In fact, Maggie's Buffalo Bills have better odds to win the Super Bowls than Vegas. I know you keep saying they screw up the Bills. Yeah, people are do. into the Bills. People are into the Ravens. Obviously, they're awesome. I don't think anyone's into the Chiefs right now, and that's why I think that I have every right to go right in there. No, but go pick them to win the Super Bowl. You're trying to be a fan. That's a totally different thing. You're talking about the betting odds for the Chiefs. Who doesn't like Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> we do, but Eagles you're not. fans. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't you like him. Oh. Kept you from a Super Bowl. Exactly. Yeah. But if you had to lose a Super Bowl, I'd rather lose it to Mahomes than almost anyone else. And we are getting to a sad level here. Andrew Bogish has some headlines. Oh, no, Good thank morning. you. <laughs> Andrew uh, Bogish is exiting the studio This now. is gross. Uh, headlines are sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we can save you hundreds on your car insurance. Okay. It takes a lot to lead with the Jazz and Pistons on a Thursday morning, but here we go. 138-135, 4.4 seconds to go. Alec Burks got to let it fly here. Got a bump. He Fires. got it. He got it. Go! He got it. He Alec Burks has just sent it to overtime. That's from Pistons Radio. The Alec Burks running three was the fourth triple in the last 40 seconds of regulation in this game. But all it did for Detroit was delay another loss. The Jazz eventually winning 151-148. Monty Williams' crew has now dropped 30 of 31. Our guys gave everything they had tonight. And, you know, it's just tough to you know, have to try to figure out how to play defense when people are just running into you the whole night. So oh, I just yeah. think it's a, it's a tough way to play basketball Blame the refs. and adjust in game. Yeah. Blame the refs on this one. You've lost 30 but, the last 31. Uh, Those refs really hosing first, us out there. First, first 29 guy, were on us. Talk this about one a guy, was not. Talk about a guy that needs to change teams. All right. Did anyone know there. Alec Burks? When you said Alec Burks is the three, I didn't know which team Alec Burks was on. <laughs> Isn't he on the Jazz? No, no, no he's on the Pistons. Okay, now. What's, yeah. What's, I only know he's on the Pistons because the Knicks trade all their players to the Pistons. They have like four former Knicks. It's crazy. It's funny if he was shooting on the wrong basket. Oh, <laughs> did Alec Burks do a tour with the Knicks? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Knicks, Tom Thibodeau loved him. Played him at point guard, even though he's been a shooting guard his entire life. The uh, I like that call by the radio guys there. Just you know. 
play-by-play dudes, they I'm sure, you know, Bogus, you do this. Like, you're trying to come up with your signature tagline. Like, Shazam, yeah, yeah. bang, all mm. the stuff. You, like, rack your brain over your tagline. Just have it be, ah. <laughs> <laughs> just yell. Just yell. Got it! He 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 got it! Ah, um, don't you have to come up with anything sophisticated? Just, nope, just noises. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a word. The, Wait, who is that guy there yelling? At? I don't know anymore. That was the Incredible Hulk. Uh, <laughs> was that the? It's a the Broncos guy or the? No, but it's the Pistons. It's Pistons it's radio. Pistons radio, and it used to be Rick oh. Mahorn, but that doesn't sound like Rick. No, Rick Mahorn's now the front office, right? Yeah, of the league. Uh, no the, chance that's Rick Mahorn. The one hundred forty-eight <laughs> points, by the way, the most the Pistons have ever scored in a loss. The Hawks. <laughs> Outscored the Thunder 141-138, snapping OKC's five-game win streak. The Pacers beat the Bucks for the fourth time this season, 142-130. And the Cavs trounced the Wizards 140-101. So Cleveland, Indiana, Atlanta, Utah, and Detroit. Five teams scoring 140 or more last night, the most in a single NBA day. It looks like it is Rick Mahorn. I got him confused with Joe Dumars. Uh, get your Pistons enforcers correct. Yeah, no, but that's not Joe Rick's... Dumars is at, in the league office. Can they play now? <laughs> but that doesn't sound still like Rick to me. I know Rick's voice. That doesn't sound like Rick. According to the NBA.com slash Pistons. 28 straight losses, you may sound. <laughs> he might have quit in the middle. Like after loss 17, he might have said, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing this. He's got it. Oh! He got it. <laughs> Men's top 25 action included Seton Hall taking down number 23 Providence 61-57. And the UConn women hammered Creighton in a meeting of ranked Big East teams 94-50. But the game of the night might have been in foggy bottom. Richardson probes, gets down low, whips around the passage of fame and door. Nothing but net from the left corner. 114-110 in the Fordham Rams, a two-possession game. That's Miles Grossman, Colin Locker on the legendary WFUV as Fordham outlasted GW in the Maggie Bogish Bowl, 119-113 in triple overtime. Now, this was the double or nothing bet. So since my Rams won, Maggie's got to wear her leotard <laughs> at Super Bowl Radio Row. I was going to say, was this the Brazilian wax bet? Or was <laughs> yes. this the oh, red oh, bet? Oh, goodness, but, four to one. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm a loser no matter what. All right, Fordham. <laughs> uh, Lamar Jackson. I didn't realize how much was on the line last right? night. <laughs> Me sleeping like a baby, not even realizing. I've got to wear a wrestling singlet now in front of the entire NFL. <laughs> You're welcome. Shoot. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. Brock Purdy among the frontline players sitting out meaningless games in week 18. Purdy's also one of nine Niners picked for the Pro Bowl. Nick Bosa, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle among the others. Hey, I have a question for you. How has this worked in the past? Forgive me, I'm asking a question. I have no idea what the answer is. Um, When a team gets all these players into the Pro Bowl, does that usually mean you win the Super Bowl or you don't? Is Um, there a correlation? No, I don't think so. It usually means, though, that you don't end up going because you're in the Super Bowl, at least, I feel like. Yes. And that's why this game is so out of whack and why it's not a game anymore. Right. Because it's a skills competition. And immediately, like, immediately there's 12 Pro Bowlers out because it's are too close to the Super Bowl. Right. And oh, yeah. I, was, go. I remember recently someone had, uh, the Ravens in 19 had 12 Pro Bowlers. There's been a bunch of teams. I don't think, I don't think it helps, actually. I don't think there's any I thought any your Eagles last year had every one of the Pro Bowl. Yeah. At least you made the Super His Bowl. His former team. Mm. Oh yes, I'm sorry. The team he's got, he's already, yeah, he's already abandoned. Yeah, 
Perloff, well, you know. Why am I going to root for them in the offseason when they're already out of it? It's it's done, guys. The Eagles are done. You mean the postseason? I, I'm just saying, no, I, it's done. I'm not even going to watch a game on Sunday. Anyway, but I don't think, actually, I think, actually, Maggie, you bring up a good point. I think this is bad having all these pro bowlers. I just I thought there was something to this, but I don't know. It's bad to have it good players. <laughs> we need to yeah. do something with Perloff saying that he's done with the Eagles. Yeah. Like some like you are now standing standing on business that the Eagles are done. Like you, did you guys watch the Cardinals game? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But it's terrible. Of our Can teams you see that bad that, games. that team is booking golf dates in the postseason? They're they're done. Why should I stick around? One, no. two, three, Cancun. <laughs> you should not be allowed to root for the Eagles. Do, what do we do to punish him for this? I like, say, I say, we put all the name, all the team names in a hat. He has to root for the team name that comes out of the hat. All thirty-two. All thirty-two. <laughs> no, no, no. Give me all the playoff year. teams. No, no. 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 next year, if the, no, Eagles, I'm, no. if the Eagles make it to the <laughs> NFC Championship game and they beat the 49ers, there's no way I'm going to sit here and allow you to be like, yeah, Eagles, let's go. Super Bowl. Like, that's <laughs> that, not happening. Right. No, that's that, fine. That's the thing. You totally cannot fine. You cannot say one nice thing about them again this year, no matter what happens. I There's no chance that I'm going to say anything nice about them this year anyway. Guys, they, I, don't, I don't think the stakes are high enough here. I really think that we've got to like put Perloff in a cage with a bald eagle or something. Like This is the level <laughs> oh, yeah, that we have to work. get to. I think the government would disagree. <laughs> to be like in with a predator. A bird of prey. <laughs> we More are. jury duty. That's not cool. Yeah. Maybe make a call to the judge. But I don't understand. Like, am I supposed to root for them? What What do you do when your team stinks? You guys, you guys are New York sports fans, so you know <laughs> oh, this. Like, is. what do you do? It always goes back to that. What do you do when your team is completely disappointed? I'm asking. You live with it. You have yeah. to sit with it, and you have to still. I'm not saying you have to be totally delusional and think they're going to win, but you can't just jump off of them and say, right. "Now I want to root for the Chiefs." Right. That's being misery. fair weather. Yeah, still especially before fan. you even play in the playoffs. Like, yeah. I mean, geez, I mean, if you guys lost and you said, all right, I'm done with them for the rest of the offseason, I'd say, okay, whatever. You, they have games to play still. They oh. can still win a division. You get to play the NFC South. Yeah, I mean, listen, do you think Mike Evans is going to be able to guard that dude? Baker, Baker Mayfield has broken ribs, probably. The Eagles ribs, probably. might win a playoff game. Then if they do win that game, they go to San Francisco. That's what I'm saying, NFC Championship game. I think that's, Perloff, that's my. I think Perloff has to watch whatever that second-round game is, that division round, in a cage with a bald eagle. I can't think of anything else right now. <laughs> I mean, it's, as bad as what you guys say <laughs> I'm doing right now, it's still better than doing a head-to-head with a very good friend on your two teams and saying, okay, Let's do my Bills versus your Eagles and give me three points. That was still <laughs> that way was weaker. awful. I mean, trust me, I'm still thinking about my sweet Caroline rendition. <laughs> oh, that was so pathetic. are we, unfortunately. Uh, uh, Brian Kelly, by the way, fired four defensive assistants yesterday at LSU, including coordinator Matt House. And a hockey score, as always, the Leafs got a 2 1 win in OT. Thanks to a goal from Austin Matthews. And now I'm done. Bogish, thank you so much. Coming up, we've got quarterbacks playing for their jobs on Saturday and Sunday. We'll get to who next. Maggie and Perloff, CBS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Sports Radio. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Morning show here on CBS Sports Radio. This portion of the program is sponsored by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Well, we know there's going to be a lot of quarterbacks who are not playing this weekend, Perloff, because they have nothing to play for. Yeah. So have fun watching Snoop Huntley and Blaine Gabbert and your boy Carson Wentz. Oh, we he's a back. Lot, a lot of backup quarterbacks this week. However, there are quarterbacks who could be playing for their jobs. EJ's going to throw out a quarterback. We'll tell you whether or not they're playing for their job this weekend. Maybe a little music. Sure, sure. Maybe. EJ, what do you have for us? All right, so let's go to Seattle, where the Seahawks are playing for their playoff lives this weekend. Geno Smith, is he playing for his job this weekend? I I think so, and also I think that – I think there's a real chance there's a total change in Seattle. Interesting. Uh, I think they – I would suggest starting over. I'm sorry. I love Pete Carroll. I think he's a a treasure in the NFL – but I would maybe just rip the Band-Aid and do a full rebuild, get in a new quarterback and a new coach. Okay, I think that Geno is still going to be the starter going into next year. His cap hit goes up, actually, a little bit of a spike next year. But Geno has shown that he's gracious enough that even if you bring in another quarterback, he would serve as a great bridge quarterback. I mean, Geno Smith is, point. despite the fact, you know, how far he's come, getting punched in the face by a teammate 100 years ago, now he's known as one of the great teammates I think, in football right now. So I think he would be gracious as a bridge. The problem for the Seahawks is actually not on the offensive side of the ball. It's no. on the defensive side of the and ball. And Carroll's a defensive coach. I know. Yeah. I don't know if it's enough to move on from him, but they got to think about the defense before the quarterbacks. And also they have this, they they have DK Metcalf and they drafted JSN. They, they have a really good receiving core. So I think you could look at this team and say, hey, we can be, you know, the greatest show on. We could be an amazing offense. I think Geno has a ceiling. He's, he's 30. So I honestly would maybe try and trade up in the draft. I like your idea as a bridge quarterback, but they do have to start thinking ahead because what this version. No. Yeah. Th- this version of the Seahawks, the best they're going to be is 10 and 7. They're not going to be a Super Bowl team. And what are we doing here otherwise? Who's All next? right. So let's go to a different quarterback. It's a little bit of a different kind of tint to this. So what about Mason Rudolph? Now he's not. Actually, normally the starting quarterback, but I mean, now maybe there's an opportunity for him. Right. So is he playing for his job as now the starting quarterback for the the Steelers? 
the Steelers have messed this up so badly right now that I don't think Mason Rudolph or Kenny Pickett are going to be the quarterback next year. I think they've got to go a totally different direction. I said yesterday, I thought this could be a Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson. I don't think they'd trade for Justin Fields just because the recent history of the of the Steelers would tell you no. But they have got to look at someone else in the draft. And I'm not saying that, like, the Kenny Pickett thing, I, I think that the ship has sailed. If he can't start now... And they're going to go with Mason Rudolph to be the hot hand in a game you have to win to keep your playoff hopes alive. That tells you everything you need to know about Pickett. Yeah, but look at the Steelers. They're the famous loyal team. I think they're going to stick with Pickett. Uh, The other thing, too, Kirk Cousins. Steelers fans complain about being in this limbo where they can win enough games to keep Mike Tomlin around but not get to the Super Bowl. Kirk Cousins is the the famous limbo quarterback. He'll win you 11 games, but not win you a Super Bowl. So you're not bringing Kirk Cousins. That's not going to help this. You, I mean, Kenny Pickett, how, what's the difference? I, I love Kirk Cousins. He's great in a certain kind of offense. I don't think he works in Pittsburgh at all. I would. I think they're sticking with Pickett because that's how this franchise works. No, I, that'd be lame because I, it's not that Cousins is all of a sudden this elite quarterback, but can he get the ball to your playmakers? I mean, that's what Mason Rudolph is doing. That's what Kenny Pickett could not do. I think you need a new offensive coordinator. You saw that game against the Bengals when Kenny Pickett was in there. They only won 16-10, but they were moving the ball. They got over 400 yards, and then they were moving the ball the next game against Arizona, and then Kenny Pickett got hurt, and it all fell apart. It's win or you're in for the Buccaneers, and they got the lowly Panthers, so you better win. (laughs) And that is the question we're asking for Baker Mayfield now. Is he playing for his job in Tampa? Well, playing this week, and because it, obviously if they don't win this week, that's a total disaster. But they're going to win, and they're going to advance to the playoffs. Baker Mayfield is the quarterback. I mean, look at his numbers. He's really, really good this year. And he's really he's got great chemistry with those receivers. Why would you move on? Because you're not going to have a pick high enough to do anything here. I think Baker is going to be the quarterback next year. I'm with Perloff on this one. Yeah. I, just because I think there's an absence of good ideas. Now, here's the mm. one thing I would do if I were the Tampa Bay Bucks Right now... They're slated to pick 20th. In this draft, who could be there at 20? Is Michael Penix there at 20? Maybe not. Is is Bo Nix? I, I don't know. Who's going to be there at 20? You might get a good quarterback because you're going to have the top of the draft with Caleb Williams and with Drake May and maybe Jaden Daniels, most likely. We'll see how Penix does in the championship game. Maybe he gets himself into the top 10. But there actually might be a good quarterback at 20. Again, Baker's your bridge guy, and maybe mm. you're bringing someone along slowly. Like uh, like you're bringing along Kyle Trask slowly? Well, Trask was a little deeper in the draft, wasn't he? I mean, he's a second-round pick. I, I just think that, yeah. I mean, okay, Trask is bottom line, he showed up. <laughs> if, you take, if you take a guy at 20, I guess then that's a real move. But that was where you're, Kenny Pickett got you're committing to, to Baker. Here's my bigger problem. Are you committing to Todd Bowles? Because I do not love, I like Todd Bowles as a person. I think we all do. But I think that he's way too defensive oriented. He's too conservative. So I think the fact that Baker is putting up these big numbers with that coach is b- double impressive. If Baker at quarterback, is that attractive for an offensive minded head coach to go take that job? I think yes, because you have Baker, you know, he's going to be a leader. Yeah. Guys are going to like him in the locker room, stuff like that. But you can't think he's a long-term solution. So you're basically coaching mm. Baker and then hoping to coach a young guy in a year or two. I mean, Eric Bieniemy's put up big numbers with Sam Howell in Washington. I think Baker's better than Sam Howell. Yeah, I like what you're saying here. Get an offensive mind with that skill, skill group there. Uh, Rashad White's played really well there. I, I think that that's the formula. Why not do it? And then you don't have to commit 
you don't have to put in Dak Prescott kind of money. You don't have to do five years, no, no, 200 million. So Baker gives you a lot of flexibility moving forward. And if they fall apart next year, get in next year's draft, get Shador Sanders. That's, that's my backup plan for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad plan. So they wanted and dined him to get him to New Orleans, but will he stay? Derek Carr does not control his own destiny in terms of getting the Saints to the playoffs, but he does have a big game this week against the Falcons at home. Is Derek Carr playing for his job in New Orleans? Yes, absolutely. Now, it's punitive. Like, they really tied themselves a bit here to Carr, which was a bad idea. But, I mean, when's the last time the Saints had a good idea? Uh, It's been a minute. Right now, they'd be picking 13th in the draft. I think you are probably doing whatever you can to get up and try to get a quarterback. What Are you, you going to go into another season with Carr and Jameis and do this, you know, uh, dance again? It, it's gotten you nowhere. And meanwhile, the defense keeps getting older and older. This is rough if you're a Saints fan. Like, where's the hope? Derek Carr is a magician. He is has this innate ability to play just well enough to make you think, hmm, maybe this can work with Derek Carr. <laughs> That's why we famously call him the Bermuda Triangle of quarterback evaluations. And he shucked you right into that triangle. We're in a plane that's going down fast trying to evaluate. <laughs> because he has made some plays this year. You saw it last week. His numbers are not bad. He's a 94.7 rating. With Dennis Allen as a coach, I think that's actually impressive. I think he's handcuffed by a defensive coach as well. I think it's Derek Carr again. And honestly, I think Derek Carr has played well in moments this year, as he always does. Yeah, He always pulls us back in, Maggie. That's the Derek Carr story. Plays well in moments. Also turns the ball over at really inopportune times. I want to get off the roller coaster with Derek Carr. Yeah, you want to, but you can't. That's the thing about him. There's a (laughs) centrifugal force that pulls us back in Derek Carr. And you know he's going back. As you mentioned, I think there is a cap hit. It's pretty, it's bad. I know, uh, and I don't know that the Saints at, at 13 are going to have that quarterback there. I know Derek Carr told the Fox broadcast going into the game that this was, and I'm quoting, the worst he's ever felt in the NFL. The amount of injuries he's had this year, two concussions, cracked ribs. Uh, let's hope he can just make it to a NFL season yeah. next year, regardless of where he's playing. This is the the cap hit next year, according to Spotrack, which is a website a lot of people use. For this kind of stuff, thirty-five point seven million with a dead cap hit of fifty-two million. Oof. Good luck. Getting what rid of were that. they thinking? Oof. I, you know, they were for competing. Taysom Hill to come in on third down. Were they competing against the Jets? I can't even remember what happened there for Derek Carr. No, I think the Jets. I, I think yeah. that was a smoke screen. Right. They were waiting for Rodgers the whole time. Taysom Hill, sick touchdown catch this week. Uh, <laughs> underrated. He's the Shohei Otani of football. We never talk about him. He is awesome. <laughs> we talk about Shohei every day. <laughs> no, we never talk about Taysom Hill. I'm saying, he, dude, out of who else throws a oh, fifty yard touchdown and has a fifty yard touchdown, and the fact that Jameis is still in the building. The Saints are. Quite a scene. (laughs) There we go. Those are some of the quarterbacks who have a lot to play for. So if you are thinking about placing bets this weekend, you might want to think about something. I think we were doing a good job there, Maggie. We were getting solutions. Then you had to throw out Derek Carr. And, of course, (laughs) everything got off the rails. Just like Derek Carr is impossible. (laughs) The biggest threat in the AFC to the Baltimore Ravens will tell you who it is. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.